Hey, I'm Jesse. We've arrived at the fifth chapter of 2 Corinthians. Listen to this. This should sound familiar if you were with us in our apologetic series. For we know that if our earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal dwelling in the heavens, not made with hands. Indeed, we groan in this tent, desiring to put on our heavenly dwelling, since when we have taken it off, we will not be found naked. Indeed, we groan while we are in this tent, burdened as we are, because we do not want to be unclothed, but clothed, so that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now the one who prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave us the Spirit as a down payment. Paul was a tent maker by trade. He was a bivocational church planting apostle. He, along with Priscilla and Aquila, had this business where they would make tents and sell them. That's how they'd subsidize his ministry. And as he would draw upon that experience for this ministry, he does so with, it, with, with expertise. He's talking about our earthly bodies as though they are tents. What is a tent? By definition, this temporary dwelling place. It's not where you live forever. It's just where you are for now. You are only passing through and you're going from this place to your actual, temp, your actual permanent home. That's the imagery here that the tent maker is giving. This body is not your permanent home. You're just passing through en route to your permanent home. Home, And while we're in this tent, we groan. Same, the same kind of imagery comes up in Romans chapter eight, that because of the effects of sin, all of creation is just groaning. That mortality comes from Eden, man, where original sin gave rise to just death. And now we are mortal and we feel vulnerable and we, we want to be clothed with immortality. He also gives a clear teaching that we're not, it kind of counters some of the pagan teachings of his context in his day and his age. When you die, you don't become some disembodied soul. All right, the movie Ghostbusters Afterlife is cool, but it's not a source for your theology. You don't become some disembodied, you know, thing floating in intangible e ether, like rather, you have a resurrection body, see 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You're not gonna be unclothed, but clothed. For we know that if our earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God. You see the difference between a tent and a building? The tent is temporary, the building is permanent. An eternal dwelling in the heavens, not made with hands. It is permanent. It is longer lasting than stainless steel. Indeed, we groan in this tent, desiring to put on our earthly, our, our, our heavenly dwelling, since when we have taken it off, we will not be found naked. Indeed, we groan while we're in this tent, burdened as we are, because we do not want to be unclothed, but clothed. So that mortality, all right, our susceptibility to death itself, our vulnerability to the effects lingering since the fall of man, may be swallowed up by life. Now, the one who has prepared us for this very purpose is God who gave us the spirit as a down payment. This is deeply profound. Not only in that we've just been given this image of our own earthly bodies and everything is just a tent. It's all temporary. It's not gonna last forever. So make sure that you're not living your whole life in the tent, forsaking the mansion above. Making sure you're not living your whole life just for the tent, having no regard for the heavenly city described in Revelation 21. Make sure it's not all about the tent because the tent is temporary. But then he gives this mind-blowing teaching at the very end. 
that God is the one who has prepared us for this and he's given us a down payment. That down payment is the Holy Spirit of God. Because you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit. First John records that if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're not saved. But because you have the Holy Spirit, Christian, because you have that supernatural love and joy and peace, because you have the spiritual gifts that we saw in 1 Corinthians, because you have conviction for sin, because you have a love for God and a love for his people, because you have genuinely in faith confessed that Jesus is Lord, that's only possible by the Holy Spirit. Because you have the Holy Spirit, you have been marked permanently by God. He has put a down payment on you and said, this one is mine. You have, listen to me, security as a Christian. I know that if you came from some denominational backgrounds, some of you may come from uh, congregations within the Methodist tradition, and you may come under the impression that you could lose your salvation if you're just particularly bad and you gotta reconfess and get resaved. There are other denominations too that teach this, like you're just gonna lose your salvation. Listen, if you have the Holy Spirit, God has paid for you. You have the Holy Spirit of God, you have a down payment. Guaranteeing, Paul would go on to write, guaranteeing your inheritance where it's permanent. This is a guarantee that is as good as God, the highest standard there is. When you put a down payment, you have just said, I want this and I'm proving it with my down payment money. And what God has put down on you is the very spirit of God by whom you confessed Jesus as Lord. This is why I am not an Arminian. It's why I believe in the security of the believer forevermore. It's because of what the Word of God says. If you have the Holy Spirit, you know you are His.